Hello and a warm welcome to the TNC podcast. It's a big week for Norwich City. Midweek action against Sheffield Wednesday. It all concludes this week with an East Anglian derby. It's been a while since we've said that's coming up. Um, and an entertaining game to review, Chris. A nil-nil draw against Preston North End. <laughs> Couple of games unbeaten. What more can you want? I will be... Uh, hello, by the way. Good to see you. I will be so, so surprised um, if we manage to get through an hour of content today. <laughs> I, I, I really, really will. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we could probably summarise this in maybe like a sentence, well, couldn't we? Well, let's not. And then we... just press stop and yeah. you know, give up. We've got a couple of announcements, haven't we, Jack? We do. We, we, I mean, you are looking outrageous. Well, in a good you know, way. I thought I would, I would go festive yeah. um, this week... Because I can tell you one thing for free, Jack. I'm not going to be feeling festive come next Monday yes. when we do the next podcast. Okay, okay. Well, you might see, for those um, listening rather than watching, we are wearing some yellow and red scarves. And that's because we welcome the brilliant Coleman's as a sponsor of the channel, Chris. And, and they're all over this week. Yeah. They, are, they are pumped up. Yeah. They are bringing yeah. the heat. Well, they are, and good, and I'm pleased because we need a bit of Coleman's. <laughs> I hope they feed them Coleman's yeah. pre-match. Yeah. I hope they've got bloody toast yeah. for breakfast and they're spreading that Coleman's on. Getting fired up. Yeah, and getting those lads fired up Absolutely. because we're going to need it for the derby, that's for sure. It makes me feel nostalgic, Jack, yeah. because the first Norwich kit I ever had yeah. was the famous Coleman's kit. Exactly. So maybe it'll bring a bit of that spirit back into this city side. I think so. Well, look, they're looking to, uh, to bring the heat, as I say. Um, lots of exciting stuff coming with Coleman's over the coming weeks and months. Stay locked in to the TNC socials. There might be some giveaways coming up as well. Ooh. So that's very exciting. Uh, welcome aboard. Also, Chris, yes. Gabby Sarrell very kindly donated one of his shirts, signed shirt, to us to give away, uh, not give away, to raffle off yes. for Big C because he loves what they're doing and he wants to support. It's just hit £2,000 worth of raffle entry. So those of you that have already donated, we're doing the draw, is it Monday? Next Monday? Uh, yes. After the Ipswich yes, game. After so game, stay yeah. locked in to see who wins that. There's still time to enter. Um, £2 per raffle ticket. You can enter as much as you want and you'll be in with yeah. the chance of winning a Gabby Sarah signed shirt. It's a no-brainer, isn't it, Jack? Right? Absolutely. A couple of quid, you might win the Gabby Sarah shirt. And if you don't, then you've given to Big C. Of course, yeah. our charity partner, one of our charity partners who help people locally affected by cancer. £2,000. Thank you to everyone that's donated so far. Please do continue to donate. You'll find the links somewhere on our socials. Um, and also, thank you to um, Gabriel Sarah Absolutely. himself, Absolutely. who actually went, I want to win my shirt back. Oh, yes, he and, donated. Yeah, he chucked 100 quid on it, yeah. and so did his best mate who plays for midfield, who plays for Sao Paulo in midfield. Oh, wow. Rodrigo, I think his name's Rodrigo or something like Could that. Could we sign him? Um, but maybe. Well, there was, a, <laughs> there was a talking point about that when fans had cottoned on to the fact oh, that he'd, he'd, he'd donated as well. I think Rodrigo chucked 80 quid on. Nice. Um, so clearly he wants a bit of Gabriel Sarri. What happens if Gabby wins his shirt? Well, we'll get. We'll have to redraw it, won't Will we? Surely. Maybe well, he just desperately wants it back. Well, maybe we'll have to give it to him. <laughs> well, I'll have to ask him, obviously. Um, yeah, no, massive thank you to everyone. And continue to donate, please. Um, 2,000 is a massive amount and we really appreciate oh, absolutely. it. absolutely. So, yeah, uh, there's still time left to get involved. The link's in the YouTube description or also on socials. Look, um, we've delayed the inevitable enough, Chris. Mm. We need to talk about Norwich City's most recent result against Preston North End. There was an opportunity if Do we'd we have, have won. To? Do we have to? There was an opportunity if we'd have won to go one point off the playoffs. It ended in a nil-nil draw. 
there were actually chances for, for both teams in, in a limited capacity, but it does feel as if it was an opportunity missed for David Wagner's side. Without a doubt, mate, without a doubt. I mean, it, oh, gonna, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Your, I, I forgot. Your yeah, I'll, I'll sort of wear this scarf more like a priest, <laughs> shall I? So, uh, so it doesn't touch my mic. Um, I feel quite um, important now. Do you? Uh, look, some great chances for Anel Hernandez. Some uh, Liam Gibbs, I think that was that was the one, that wasn't was it? The chance. Shane Duffy as well, um, glorious glorious chance for him as well. So I, I, I definitely see it as as as, uh, as points lost mm. uh, rather than a point gained. I think Preston will be absolutely delighted with that point. Uh, they came with a game plan, they executed to perfection, and arguably they executed better than what we were meant to execute it when they said that we were going to be more more defensive. So. Uh, yeah, a disappointing performance again, uh, a performance that was sadly expected. I obviously said on the podcast last week, I went, well, this is great. You know, we, we, we were three wins in four. You win against Preston and then you win against Wednesday and you've teed up the derby in a completely different dynamic because Ipswich will be looking at that run of form mm. and going, OK, mm. not too shabby. They could do something. So they might go at the game differently. And now I suspect they'll be rubbing their hands together thinking this this team are a shit show. I think the, the, the real disappointment is I keep hearing people saying, you know, Preston came with a game plan and executed it well. I mean, did they? They, they stuck five, six men behind the ball well, you have and to, we couldn't break it down. Well, yes, but you do have to factor in, Jack, they had a couple of really good chances yeah, to yeah. actually win the game. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I maybe I'm seeing it a bit sceptically, I, I don't know, and I'd be interested to hear people's um, thoughts and feelings um, if they can be bothered to summarise a nil-nil. But for me, massive opportunity wasted. And I'm and I'm not having this like, oh, yeah, it was an improved performance, da-da-da. Come on, mm. where have your standards gone? Like, we cannot be drawing at home to teams like Preston. And their run of form as well, going into that oh, game... worse than the league. ...was shocking. Yeah. Like, abysmal shocking. Mm. Uh, their fans were, you know, kicking off. It was arguably uh, just as, if not more toxic, than, than how our fans have mm. been feeling. So, uh, we, we had to win that game. And the fact that we hadn't is a massive worry. And for me, Jack, we go into this Wednesday game on Wednesday, and I'm really concerned because... That is a massive banana. <laughs> of course, I, we, we must win it. We should win well, it. Well, they, they and new manager, co- yeah, couple of wins. I, but I don't care. We should win it. But if we don't see not just a win, but an uplifting performance, I'm even more concerned for that derby game. I think the real concern for me is, is, is I'm still not sure Wagner knows completely what he's doing. I mean, <laughs> Kenny McLean remained in centre-back. But for that second half, our, our centre-backs were essentially... Marcelino Nunez, who dropped in. We had Premazar Pajeta come on late at left back. Kellen Fisher came on at right back. So once again, you've got this defensive line that is so different to what any other game has been. And it it feels as if this Norwich team can only succeed when there is chaos in the game. You look at Cardiff, you look at Bristol City. It's only when the opposition are, you know, trying to do something that we have the ability to to, to break open. I mean... The, the Preston line of defence, it was far from, you know, an extraordinary defensive performance. And I look yeah. at it, really, their keeper didn't make a save. Made a save off on El Hernandez that was fairly simple. Yeah. Liam Gibbs misses from eight yards yes. out. And the Shane Duffy header is cleared off the line by their defender. Yeah. So actually, did we trouble their goalkeeper? No, we didn't. Preston hit the hit the crossbar. Yeah. They had one cleared off the line late on. So like you say, they could have quite easily come here and and one and I just look at this game once again Chris and I go mm. I don't think we've got the ability to 
extrapolate these performances out in a consistent manner. Yeah. People keep saying, and like I said at the start of this show, well, we're only three points off the playoffs. Well, actually, I think we're only five points off the bottom three. There's a pack of teams in there. You can see it in both ways. I think you've you? got probably a pack of 10 teams chasing essentially one playoff spot yeah. now. Yeah, I think yeah. Le- uh, Leicester, Ipswich, Leeds, Southampton are all guaranteed yeah. top four Brom, in some way. Brom will be in there. West Brom. Yeah. So then you've got one other playoff mm, spot. Yeah. Are Norwich good enough in the current guys to no, do that? No, we're not. No, no, no. No, we're absolutely not. I mean, look, let, let, let's quickly go to the stats from, from Saturday to, to sort of talk about it. I mean, I guess you could say... To try to, to try and have a positive, we had more possession. I'm anti talking about that normally because there's only one stat that matters. We had 64% possession versus uh, Preston's 36% possession. Um, we had four shots on target, uh, which is a, a slight uplift. Yeah. But still, uh, at home, it's it's unacceptable. And I I don't I personally don't understand what constitutes as a big chance. But according to the statistics I'm reading, we only had one big chance. Probably Gibbs. So, again, at home, that's not good enough. I, th- I thought it was very telling. Kenny McLean, on quite a few occasions in the second half, was just screaming at the people in front of him to make yeah. some form of yeah. run. And I think the difficulty we've got now is... Ashley Barnes and Adam Eder started up front. You would have you would have assumed that it would be more suited to Ashley Barnes, strong in the air. You know, might yes be no, able to yes find no. something. Didn't really muster up anything. I think they were so deep, Preston, that yeah. Adam Eder couldn't make those runs off the shoulder. So he struggled a little yeah. bit, and I was disappointed with how much he. There was really nothing for for yeah. him to go at. So, but, but I, I, I need to jump to the defence of Adam straight away. He absolutely deserved to start. I'm so oh, yeah, pleased yeah, that he yeah. started that game. I actually thought there were a couple of moments where he managed to shield the ball well, which he hasn't normally had in his locker. As It's not as much of a strength for him. I thought he was very, very good at that. Um, against Preston, there was a couple of real nice turns on the ball where he then created an opportunity to bring the ball forwards. Deserved to start. Um, there is an interesting question, though, Jack, isn't there? Because like, coming to the next two games, I think this is one of the, I think there's two areas. I think there's... Well, there's, there's probably three areas, actually. One of the, the areas that I think is now up for discussion in terms of rotation and, and what do we do differently is who and how do you approach the, the, that forward line? And let's forget, let's maybe forget Wednesday. Well, maybe, I, don't, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't. Who should be starting going into the Wednesday game and who should be starting up front going to the Ipswich game? Well, I how think, do you do that? I think you have, to, you have to almost line up against Sheffield Wednesday in, in, in the in the way that you think you're going to play against Ipswich, this you know. Do you think? Yeah, I think Do so. You think? I think I right. think you need to be. Maybe it's but, slightly. But Sheffield different. Wednesday will come here and park the bus, surely. Yeah, probably. They'll yeah. just follow the Preston blueprint. Maybe, maybe it's yeah, and and, they and it will works. Pro- and they it will probably it works. work for them yeah. because we lack such creativity. Equally, it's funny, isn't it? Because if say if Gibbs had scored that chance and Duffy had headed in and yes. we win two 0 and you go well, yeah, quite a professional result. performance. So yeah. very fine margins in this game. I'm just worried with these performances. Against Ipswich, it's going to be such a different game. Yes. Ipswich have conceded a lot this season and they've scored a hell of a lot. Yeah. They are so free-flowing. I look at their team and I just think, I don't know how we keep these guys out. Yeah. Because, you know, we've kept a clean sheet against Preston. We kept a clean sheet against QPR, two teams who didn't really come at us at all. Yeah. And we've been playing Kenny McLean at centre-back for the last two games. Mm. And I'm looking at this and going, will that work against Ipswich? Now, I, so what's your answer to up front? Answer the up, up front, front question. I think, I think Eda starts. Right. Okay. I think Adam Eda starts against Wednesday and Scum. I think he. I think definitely against Sheffield Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. 
if I'm looking at the Ipswich game, <clears throat> I think I'm having to go with Ashley Barnes because really? he epitomises what I want in a yeah. derby. He, okay, yeah. He's almost got the, the great experience. Whole, yeah. You know, shithouser about yeah. it. And I think we yeah. need a bit of that. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, we I have think to we have need that. a bit of that. I think, I think we need to see a bit of you know, rough and tumble when, well, when we only, need well, to. Well, well, let's make it clear. That's the only way we can, we can sadly, in yeah. my opinion, beat Ipswich. A bit of skullduggery, a bit of the dark yeah, arts, yeah. a bit of a bit of shithousery. Um, so yeah, I would I would agree with that, although I would definitely start Adam uh, against Wednesday. The other area that I wanted to bring up, Jack, uh, before I forget, is Kenny's been playing at centre-back. I'm a, we are a big, big Kenny advocates. And it worked against City, Preston, to be fair. Um, you know, we, we, we're delighted that, that Kenny's been one of our most consistent performers this season. Um, really, really, really pleased with, with the way that he's been playing. And to be fair, he's done a great job as centre-back, um, considering it's, it's not his position. I'm just looking at it. I'm still thinking, God, it's, it seems like the type of thing that you would do if you were like desperate for a result and you had like a, a an injured defender or you you know you didn't have enough defenders because they were all injured or it just si- still seems to me a real sad sorry state of affairs that we're having to play Kenny at centre back. I mean, what does that say to the centre backs? And and I, and I need to bring this up now, Jack. And this might this might sound extreme, but if I'm Danny Bart. I'm looking for a move out of the club. I think it's I think it's shocking that he's not playing. I really do. And you know, some people say, and I've said myself, well, he's a very similar player to Duffy, to Hanley. I get that. But the fact that he is an outright centre back, Sunderland's player of the season last season, he's been bought into the club, and now there's a midfielder playing in his place. Uh, that to me is 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 stupid. I think Kenny should be playing in midfield still, despite those those two good performances at centre back. We have to factor in the fact that. Kenny has played centre back against against shit teams. <laughs> Let's be honest. And and by the way, this isn't. I'm not taking this away from Kenny. I'm delighted with how he's played, and I'm so pleased that he's managed to do a good job but, there. Uh, equally, but if I'm Danny Barton, thinking, okay, what's going well, on? Well, I'm sure Kenny doesn't really want to be playing there. Either. Oh God, yeah, of course. But um, I mean, he'll he'll say I'll play anywhere, and da da da, and, and of course he will. But look, I th- I think the Danny Bart thing it's certainly something I'm not losing sleep over. But it just sums our recruitment up. We've, yeah, we've, yeah, we've yeah. brought in a centre back that we now don't deem good enough but because that's clearly what it is because we yeah. we don't play him when teams are going aerial and going long yeah. well, we sure, don't play him when the ball's yeah. on the floor well surely we now know that David Wagner did not want to sign Danny Bart it, I mean I don't know because for, for me that makes no it makes no sense as to how he's not had more minutes and the other the other question I've got Jaden Warner mm. I'm a big Jaden Warner fan huge and you know people say oh you know you know, Kyle Lafferty syndrome, Chris, where you you know you want a player off the bench or in the squad to come in and make a difference. I looked, I looked at him and I thought, you know, despite the circumstances, he looked strong, he looked fast, mm. he looked mature. Um, I think he read the game incredibly well. So again, you know, maybe this isn't just a Danny Bart thing. Maybe this is Danny Bart and Jane Warner. Why aren't either of those two well, players? You, you've also got, and I, and I know it's something. And I, you know, it's something that people look to when you're not doing well. But Brad Hills, who's currently on loan, uh, I think, oh, I think captained yeah. Accrington Stanley yeah, yeah, this yeah. week. Young defender, born in 2004. Cool, wow, blimey. So, I feel old so, now. So he's a youngin and doing incredibly well. Yeah. So you do look at things again. Well, he's probably going to be back next season. Yes. We've got Danny Bart and Shane, um, and Shane Duffy on fairly... I think Bart... Well, Duffy came in on a three-year deal. Yes, three years. Bart was... Was it three? Uh, or I don't know. I, could, I can't but, remember. But fairly parts. lengthy, yeah. big contracts. Like again, just sums this recruitment up. It's yeah. all over the place. 
Another topic I want to talk about now you've brought up recruitment, Jack. Before we probably preview the Ipswich game, I guess mm. is um, is we're now going into the January transfer window. Well, I say we're not now going to. January. We are going to be we're go- Yeah, we're going to be going to the January transfer window, Jack. You know, is David Wagner going to be leading the charge on January transfer windows? Even though it's so clear the writing's on the wall. I I'm still of the faith that people inside the 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 Norwich City circle know that, that do you that still David, believe that i i still believe that they know that david wagner is not the man uh to to lead us forwards in the long term i i i really do believe that i think they would be daft um to to, to think that, that that david and his coaching team can lead us to the premier league for example. well in, in which case if that is the belief and i think you're probably right a, a managerial change has to be made pre-January and not the week leading mm, into it. It has to happen yeah. post-Ipswich yeah. Town. We play Ipswich on the 16th of December. Mm. So realistically, a managerial change won't be done until the 18th, yeah. which leaves you essentially a week and a half before the January transfer window opens. It's a complete we, mess. We can't... It? If you're going into the January transfer window with David Wagner still in charge, what you're, what you're mm. saying in a roundabout way is this season's a write-off. Yep. I don't disagree with that. I and, wish I could. And, and and realistically, this season is a write-off because just, we're, we're yeah. not good enough to get into the playoffs. It and just, even if we do get in there, we're yeah. certainly not good enough to, to win the playoffs. But it's, again, we come back to this sleepwalking mentality. We and, just we just stink of mid-table mediocrity, don't we? You summed up in your, in your post-match video very well, Jack. Just everything about this team, the feeling, the, the players, the, the recruitment. Oh, I think this is an issue, though, Jack. This January transfer window is coming up. And, you know, the, the flip-flopping of we're going to sign loads of experienced players in the summer and then David Wagner coming out and saying, oh, well, it's very obvious that we need to reduce the age of the squad. So what are we now going to do? Just go and sign a load of young players in, in January? Or I just, I just think it's, a, it's well, it's a, we all know it's, it's a complete bloody mess, isn't it? I, I'm really trying to be positive, but it's very messy. And the the feeling around the club and the 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 consistency of positive results will not happen without a change of what's of your coaches. where's your mentality at the moment are you resigned to just being a mid table championship team uh yeah sadly yeah yeah and it ki- just and given it a- up and it absolutely kills me to say that i w- wouldn't say i've i've you know given up of course you know you have i i want to go into games thinking yeah go on then let's give this a go um but i don't have I don't have faith that we're going to end up in the playoffs. Mm. Put it that way. Mm. Um, I do think we, we stink of mid-table mediocrity, and that's that's sad. What, I, what do you think? Do you think this season is done? Well, I keep I keep kidding myself, Chris, because you know I went into Saturday's game for for whatever reason, more to just get me to the game with some form of sanity. I was going right. If we beat Preston, well, we we've beat, won three and four. It's fair enough. Well, the performances had been awful, and but I'm just looking at this and going, I don't know where we go. That we're not. There's no urgency to change manager. Mm-hmm. We've got a squad of players that I'm really not that excited about. And to mm-hmm. be honest, can't see too much of a future with. Yep. The, the, the two bright sparks of Roe and, and Sarah will likely be off either in January or at the end of the season. Yep. Probably, to be fair, probably veering more towards the end of the season now, which is good. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking at that defensive line. Probably very few of them will be here next season. And if they are, I'm not very excited about it. Remember, someone's got to want to buy them, Jack. That is true. So so then you're stuck in the same position as we are yeah. this season. And I'm just looking at it going, I'm not seeing change. Of course. I keep going there going, maybe this is the week it changes. Maybe this is the week it changes. <laughs> and it's just not happening. I know, I know, I know. The only possible hope we've got now is, you know, we beat Sheffield Wednesday. 
and we go into the derby and we just nick a one nil. We just nick something. It would be it would be a miracle. I had to, I had some. Um, let, let, let's talk about this Ipswich game now, Jack. Mm. Shall we? Let's preview before we go to all of your statements, questions, rants, and, and I think there might be a couple of raves, unbelievably as well. This is such um, a it's such a strange week. This because one we haven't played them for so long. Yes. So I'm just completely out of sync with what yeah. an East Anglian derby feels like. In my lifetime of going to matches... I was going to bring this up. I've never seen us lose in person. No way. I've, yeah, the last time really? it was 2009. I got my season ticket in 2010. Wow. Um, so you've really not felt, I've not the, felt the actual pain of a derby. No, no, no. Lost. So, so, And I'm going into this and it's just weird because I, the, the way I see Ipswich this season and that of us in 2018-19, yeah. nothing to lose, yeah. free-flowing, yeah. up-and-coming manager young hungry players scoring worldies they are the talk pardon the pun of the town yeah everyone loves them yeah and actually i'm just resigned to the fact of going i think if i set my expectations so low for this game i can't be heartbroken <laughs> because it you know anything other than five yeah, nil defeat yeah. is positive because i i do look I, I look at ipswich and i think they've got all all the characteristics for a good derby side Manager that doesn't really get too caught up in emotion, yep. unlike Mr. Lambert, and we saw how that ended. Yep, yep. They've got players who actually are kind of, they haven't played in a game like this before, so they probably don't attach too much emotion to it. It's just another game for them yeah. against a pretty shit championship team yeah. that they're just hoping to dispatch. Yes. And they're on the absolute journey of a lifetime. Us, on the other hand, this is this is very much damage limitation for us. You've got players yeah. in there. Roles have been reversed, haven't they? You've got players in there like Kenny and Onel that have been here but only ever tasted success against yes, them. Yes, I've got a horrible feeling this turn's nasty. Yeah, I, I do, Jack. I, I want to bring this up as well. I, I don't. I, I try not to read, no offence, but I try not to read the YouTube comments all the time because they, they can be really, really horrible, actually. But um, I did read them after the last podcast and, and someone was saying, Chris why are you bringing up that you know we're gonna lose that why why have you said that you know why have you got this big why are you bigging up Ipswich and I'm saying I, I'm not bigging them up I'm re and, I, and I hate them I absolutely hate them but the matter of the fact if in the stark reality is look at how they're playing look at their results look at their performances and then look at us I don't want to praise Ipswich and I think the feedback I've, I've had overall Jack is um, some of the feedback is um but Chris, they're a newly promoted side. Come on, they're a newly promoted side. Yeah, they are a newly promoted side, but look where they are and how they're playing and look at us. I mean, I don't enjoy this. I absolutely hate it. And mate, you're gonna feel something that you've never felt before <laughs> come Saturday night. <laughs> Not I tell in a good you. way. <laughs> uh, seriously, because I've, I've, I'm old enough and ugly enough to have felt the pain of a derby loss in the stadium. Mm. It is horrific. And I have enjoyed you know, the, the, these these multiple years, I think it's, it's definitely over a decade now. It's been so long, I've, I think it was 2009 our last loss, wasn't it? Um, it's gonna hurt. Look, put it this way, if we win, I will I will be laughing for a week. In fact, the next podcast, I will just laugh. For an hour long, it will just be me laughing. I won't talk, is, I will just laugh. Is Let's just say that we do win. Because, you know, <laughs> and, and amazingly, I, you know, I saw lots of lovely viewers on Saturday and they were all going, what do you think of the Ipswich game? And I said, you know what, I think we're going to get battered. And, and, and to be fair, 80% of them, and I think, again, it's just to maintain some form of mental sanity. sanity and yeah. We're going, well, it's their, it's their big occasion. Yeah, it is. It's their big opportunity to beat us. Yeah, yeah. 
we might nick something and they might just have an off day. And lots of lots of Norwich fans were going, Jack, I think we might nick a win. I think we might get something. Let's say that happens. Just, think... put, just put yourself in a world where that happens. Okay, all right, all right, fine. Right. Do, do, does, do, does David Wagner then keep his job? No, I don't. But I can, still don't. can you sack a manager after the East Anglian Derby win? Yeah, you can. Will they do it? No, they won't. So he does remain in the job? Well, yeah, temporarily, but I still don't think he's a long-term solution, even if we manage to beat, beat the scum. I just don't... I, I do. But, Dece- but December is so pivotal, Chris. You've got, I think, after Ipswich, you've still got another four games in December. Yeah. You've got a couple of games at home that we should be it winning. Gives, it, don't, give me, don't get me wrong, Jack. It gives them an, a, a platform to build on. But how many platforms have we had this season This is what I'm saying. On? We have to get rid Regardless, well, I, well, of I know. Yeah, I agree. But look, if we, if we, if if, and it's a tiny if, we win the derby, um, it, it will be incredible. It will be the most hilarious derby win of all time because we're sitting ducks. Mm. We're going into this going, yeah, all right, come and come and tickle us. Mm. I, I'm so worried. I mean, obviously the. I don't like and I don't think they're as good as our as our eighteen nineteen squad. I don't think they. I well, think, they're I certainly think going at a better points per game than we were. Okay, all right. Time. Well, okay. Facts don't care about feelings, so I'm I'm wrong. Well done, good one. You've got me. It doesn't feel like that. It feels to me more like that double bounce season that we had under Paul Lambert. I think that's what it feels like to me, a team. And I think you brought something off off camera, Jack, about oh, you know, what's his name? Is it Mor- Morsey? More Sam? Sam Morsey. Sam yeah. Morsey. Oh, he's on a few. If he gets booked, he'll be out of the derby. Da, da. Mate, this, that Ipswich team is not about one player. It's about the collective team. Just like we were under Paul Lambert when we did that double bounce. Uh, it won't. I think we, we, we're clutching at straws. I, I want to be positive. I'm so sorry How to be do negative. We beat them? How do we beat them? How do we beat them? How do we beat Ipswich? Blum and egg. Because I, 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 think, I, think we put, I think we put every man behind the ball. Every we can't man. defend. No, I know. But that's our only hope. <laughs> no, 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 that is our only hope. Actually, sorry. Let me change, my, let me change it a little bit. I think at, at kickoff we go. You know, on FIFA where you go all out attack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At kickoff we go all out attack. We try and score early, and then we park. We park. We get everyone behind. But we've the ball. seen that doesn't work. If, if if I could do it, I'd put two goalkeepers in. <laughs> Not long. <laughs> Not no, George God. Long. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> um, no, no, no. And um, on a serious note, I think that is... This is, my, this is my concern. But we can't even park the bus, can we? This is my concern. I've not seen a single performance this season that would be even get a draw against yeah. Ipswich. I think the only game we can compare this to is when we played Leeds at home. We took a 2-0 lead against oh, a, a free-flowing yeah. Daniel Farker, Leeds United side, yeah. packed with quality, much like Ipswich Town, and we bottled it monumentally. <laughs> So even if we go 2-0 up against Ipswich, I still think we get You've still beat. not got the faith, yeah. I, I just, I, I can't oh. see a single world where Wagner gets the setup right. I, 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 yeah, I, I very much believe it's a case of, as you say, this is Ipswich's cup final. Um, you'd like to think that maybe they get carried away in the emotion. Maybe they get a red card. Um, you know, maybe the anxiety and emotion just gets to their team a little bit, and and that's the only thing. And they have an off day randomly, but they're not really having even in their quote unquote off days where they concede early. They're still coming back and getting draws or wins. So, I think the only I, I hope I'm wrong. To be fair, I hope I'm wrong. I'm not enjoying this. I really, I'm, I'm I'm sorry to be negative. I don't want to be negative, but the only I think the only hope is is, is they have conceded a fair few goals this season. They're not. You know they're not. Yeah, but defensive. we can't. But yeah, but we're not. We're not scoring enough goals, Jack. To be like, oh yeah, you know, because they they could have a game right 
where they're, I don't know, their defence are playing in, I don't know, gear one or gear two. But as long as they're scoring, it doesn't really matter, To be fair, it? when I say they've conceded a lot, they're, they're also the, they're the top scorers in the division by a, by a long way. They've scored 43. They've conceded 25, which to be fair is over double that of Leicester's, more than Leeds, more than West Brom, more than Sunderland, more than Cardiff, more yeah. than Hull. We've conceded 36. We actually have a negative goal difference now. Hmm. That doesn't surprise me. It's not looking oh, good. Right, let's get on to Twitter questions. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for, for getting in touch. God, it's such a strange week, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, let's start with... Um, let's start with Matt Gregory. I, no, actually, before we go to Matt, I've got a question. I'm going to mix it up. I've got a question for you this week, Jack. Okay. I've seen on social media... Yeah. Really inter- and, and I'm so sorry for not remembering who brought it up. I've seen a very interesting talking point. Alex Neal has just been. Alex Neal, look, he has. Yeah. Alex Neal has just been dismissed by Stoke. Yeah. Okay. And someone said, "Would you, are you that desperate for a change of head of head coach that would you bring Alex Neal in as say I don't know an interim manager from now until the season? Because we have to remember, Jack, that Alex Neal found Norwich City under Neil Adams at the time." in a much worse place than, than what we are now under, well, posi- in terms, in terms, of, of, points, in terms yeah. of points than we are now under David Wagner. And he managed to get us in the playoffs. And of course, we won the playoff final. We've heard, you know, Cameron Jerome speak about it on our podcast, the the feeling and, you know, how Alex Neal just 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 mm. motivated them to, 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 to that victory. You know, are you that desperate for a head coach that, that you would you would get Alex Neal in until the end of the season? Are, are you that desperate? Well, put it this way. I mean, would Alex Neal do it? Probably not. Yeah. If if Ben Napper still doesn't have what he deems a long-term replacement, I'd absolutely take him. So, so do you think we're in that... Do you think, Jack, we're tell, in a position what, where we, we, need, we need another short-term solution before we hire a long-term solution? If Ben Napper doesn't have a long-term plan, which... Is you know we have not heard from Ben Napper, so we don't know. I would go as far as saying I would bring in Alex Neal ahead of the derby. Really? Just shake it up. Really? Just throw something at the. You're ball. that desperate for a new head Absolutely. coach. Okay. Well, look, we're interested to hear your thoughts. Would I, you bring keep, Alex Neal in? I keep hearing, you know, like, like you say, the expectations have fallen so much. There were a few people at Carrowed on on um, on Saturday where they were like, well, you know, we created a couple of chances against Preston and we and we bossed the ball. Like, I'm not overly upset. Is that what we want to watch every week? Come on, hang on a minute. We we bossed the ball. The same people. The same people who hounded Dean Smith out. And let's not forget, Norwich City were fourth at this time last season. Yeah. The same people that hounded Dean Smith out for the way in which we played football yes. are the ones now weirdly supporting David Wagner. <laughs> I don't know. And it's worse. It's far worse than it was under Dean Smith. <laughs> yeah, it never got it. this bad under Dean Smith. Yeah. Would maybe. I take Dean Smith back? No, 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 no. No. That is shocking from you. That is shocking from you. Sit down. Shut up. Anyway, you know what? I'm sorry uh, I brought that question up. And do you know, by the way, to, to be abundantly clear on this, I don't really know. I, I, I don't really know where I stand on it. But it's an interesting. I thought it was an interesting talking point. How desperate are you for? a bit of spark that, that would you potentially bring in Alex Neal Absolutely. I don't know what's Alan Irvine up to now oh, Christ he did well what's Peter Grant up to yeah. these days <laughs> Matt Gregory on Twitter when David Wagner said Ben Napper's plan in January looked exciting what in your honest opinion do you reckon will happen will there be a small amount of money available it's been strange isn't it Chris because it it, <gasps> it does sound as if 
they might make some some cash available in January. I'm not. I've absolutely no. I I'm confused by this, Jack. I always feel like it's 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 slightly disingenuous because we were told previously there's absolutely no money. We haven't we haven't got a pot to piss in. Um, and now the accounts have come out. We're in an, we're we're in a, a challenging financial situation. And now there's this narrative that all of a sudden there is an opportunity to bring in. Yeah, I, I'm very. I'm now. I'm now like, what? What is the truth? And Mr. Wagner said that we don't have to sell to buy. I guess you you do have instalments from Aaron's and Omabamadeli that might start to trickle right. through. But okay. uh, the the really depressing thing for me, Chris, is, is even if we did spend money in January. I don't trust us to spend it well. And, and I don't think what, you know, even if they put 10 million on the table, which I don't think will happen, Mate, definitely won't happen. No way. I don't think it will be enough to, to do what we need to do. Uh, well, I, 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 again, look, I hope I'm wrong. And this, this doesn't come from a, a place of understanding or insight on this. I, I, I'm thinking that Napa will be able to bring in maybe three or four loans, maybe. Um, maybe <laughs> but but that, but but that's more through hope mm. i don't expect us to i'll be very surprised if we if we can bring bring some players in in january that that that, that give us a little bit of hope of, of the playoffs well, it's I'll also it's also you know which, which players would want to come to a side in in 14th place or whatever we are in the championship yeah. with you know with hope that they will achieve any ter- any kind of long term yeah. dream there Jack Wright, be honest. What is the most boring Norwich game you can remember watching? Ooh, it's been a lot. I was, at, I was, what was I? I was, I got sent an old program the other day. Right. In the post, it was from like, I think it, I think it was actually from the the season where Alan Irvine finished the season. What was that like, twenty seventeen or oh, something? God. And there were so many games in there that I genuinely cannot recall. Mm. And I've been, I've, I've, I've not missed too many home games over the past decade. There are certain games where I, I've just forgotten. Yes. And so but there's probably lots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know how some people can like remember who refed our game against Crystal Palace yeah, in 2013? Yeah. Spud, he's the type of character. I can't. Yeah. There's some games I genuinely can't even remember and I was there. Yes. So in ter- I mean, I think this season, QPR was shocking. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally talking about the last month. Yeah. The, the, I'd say the game this season that I was most just ugh about was Middlesbrough remember right. we lost like 2-0 yeah, or something yeah 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 and I honestly and I, and I hate saying this I stayed, I stayed at the bar for like yeah you did I remember I remember you because did because yeah. I, I was having a pint with my friend Harry hello Harry and, and we, it was 0-0 first half we were yeah. going cool, this, let's just hold on to a point now yeah. and they scored within like a minute and we just said well, there's no point going back up because we're not going to equalise that was probably the game this season where I was just like, I wish I wasn't there. And, and I wish I could argue with you and almost challenge you and say, well, that's just recency bias, Jack. Of course, there's been dismal times in the past. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, of course. But I, I really do think in terms of performances, we are, we are, we're, we're, we're churning out performances worse than what we saw in in the Hewton era when we were yeah. moaning about the negative football there. Well, and that don't, was in the Premier League uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't forget that under Hewton, we had our highest place finish um, since that famous 1993 uh, season, I believe, 94, 93, 94 season. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, we could, I think you can the, go on I on. think the issue is, and Craig, good old Craig has said something really interesting, I think after we'd just beaten QPR. Yeah. And it is that feeling of, well, it doesn't make a difference. If we'd have mm. lost, the same thing happens. If we drew, the same thing happens. If we win, the same thing happens. Wagner stays, nothing changes. 
It's just it's it's, it's, a, it's an impending sense of doom. Right. Let's try and well, let's try and bring something slightly. Oh, this, this isn't this isn't a, this isn't a positive, but it's a change of tact anyway. On the ball updates uh, says the amount of young talent we have, we could. Uh, be playing a young and exciting team, but instead we continue to play senior players, which, yes, you need experience, but some of them are not capable of competing at the level we want them to. It's very frustrating. Now, Jack, I I'm going to come back to this question straight away. I think we are already at the point, and I think you might tell me off this, I think we are already at the point of the season because of what, what we are and what we're turning out where I think we should be giving opportunities to young players. Yeah, but... You know, Jaden Warner, get him in, 100%. Chris, we... You've spoken about Brad Hills. Mm. You know, I know that might be a little why bit would extreme. Wanna, why would he want to leave Accrington Stanley Because I know, I know, because he's doing a good job. I know, I just think maybe the young players do need an opportunity. I think, I think we had this last season where we, you know, we ended the season, basically. I think we actually had, like, the, the, the youngest squad in the division at the yeah. end of last season. Did that work? No. Mm. Like, is it going to be any better than what we've got now? No. I keep I keep hearing this 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 you know huge list of young exciting players have right. we because I can't see them I mean the uh, have you seen the results of the youth teams mm. no I mean we've got Brad Hills I like the look of Kamara he looks exciting yeah he's doing well at Pompey to be fair to Johnny Rose Delia's take, Delia's favourite club Pompey has taken his chance um, really well I mean look I, I don't follow the, um, the youth teams as much as I used to but. Do you know I mean, thing? that's not a long list the, to me. There is one... Jaden Warner. There is one young player, Jack, that, that I want to bring up, and it, and it, and I, and it irks me to bring it up because I, because I know you've you've got a very set opinion on, on, on this player. Um, Who's this? Liam Gibbs. Okay. I don't... I actually really... I like Liam Gibbs. Yeah, me too. I think he's got... Thank you. Me too. Well done. Good. I just, I just don't like the treatment of him. I, I am. When he first came in, I remember coming out with that he could be the next Ollie Skip. <laughs> but I think it's because when I saw his skill set and what he was doing in that role, that central defensive midfielder role at the time, I thought, yeah, young, raw, but there's some, there's something about about that lad. I still think he can be a really, really good player for us. Um, I just don't get him in number 10. It, 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 I don't understand him it, in that it, number it, 10 it, role. It, I'm afraid it's the latest... And it's not on Liam Gibbs, by the no, way. No, no, no. It's the latest in a long string of errors from, from David Wagner. Mm. I don't know what... The only thing I keep hearing him saying is, is, about why he's playing in more, more advanced is that he's quick. Is he quick? He can't. He can't shoot. At the moment, that might change. Missed a glorious opportunity and looked devastated. Yep. And fair play, I'd, I'd be devastated too. Yeah. Um, can't really see a, a man that can that can pick a, a defence splitting pass. As you say, mm. in, in in the in the deeper role, don't mind it. Mops things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great work ethic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Strong in the Energetic. tackle. Don't mind it. Don't hate him there. Yeah. In the number ten, I I I. I you hate I it. squirm. <laughs> I saw him come on on uh, you know at the weekend in the number ten, and I went, "Well, that's that's game over." I think that's a bit harsh. No, I, well, I don't, it think, was the, game I don't over. think the number ten or forward lines constitute game over. I, think, I do. I think defensively it does. I do, um, particularly with some of the shambolic defensive displays we, we've seen this and season. Look, this isn't this isn't a, a criticism of Liam. It gives. No, no, no. Prob I agree. I, probably I, I, one of yeah. our most exciting young players. That's yes. what's upsetting me the most. Yes, I agree. His, that's and, my point. And, that's and, my point. And Liam Gibbs will know this. He his future doesn't lie in the number ten. He's yeah. wasting really progressive years of his career by being mm. put in, in, a, in, a, yeah. in a shocking position by David Wagner. 
Interesting. Um, we've got a question from MX uh, Harilan. Uh, question. What does Bo poor Borgia signs have to do to play more than 10 minutes every week? Starts over O'Neill all day for me. Well, I, look, Borja came on. He's, we can't criticise Wagner for that. He came on against um, against Preston, looked fairly unaffected, ineffective. I don't know what the word is. I don't really care anymore. Um Look, I, there are there are certainly signs of Borja signs. I think we're getting a little bit carried away with it. Like, is he the is he the problem to is he the fix to all of our problems? No. This is the definition would, of Carl Lafferty syndrome. Yeah, would like and equally will look. Arnell's not being good enough this season. Yeah, and I get the people who are saying he shouldn't be starting because his numbers haven't been good enough. But what Arnell does do is he does add a, a, another degree of. Uh, defensive stability he, 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 his work ethic is good he drops in deep particularly at the weekend he came in and helped Dimunoulis on a good few yeah. occasions I don't see that in Borja signs should we be seeing that from a winger probably not but that's how Wagner wants to play yes because he likes to get yes. it wide so look I, I do see why Onel continues to start and I think on his day is a, is a really big asset for us but by it, just because Onel's not having his best time at the moment doesn't mean that Borja should automatically start. For example, would I throw Borja signs in against Ipswich? No, I wouldn't. I, I, I personally, mate, I'd play, I'd play Borja definitely over Liam Gibbs in the number ten role. Well, yeah, definitely. Well, yes. I, I don't, I don't think it's a case of Onel or Borja. No, that's to be fair, honest with that's you, fair I don't. Enough. I think Borja could play in multiple positions. I think you know people will be listening and watching and go, oh yeah, I know what you're doing, Chris. He's your mate and da 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 da. I agree with you, Jack. I, I think what what Anel can do going forwards is he can stretch back lines. Um, he 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 wins corners very well. That that is something that that Onel does. Um, he'll be disappointed he didn't take the chance mm. at, at the weekend. I felt that he could have potentially taken it with his left foot or or squared it. Yeah, or squared it. Maybe. I think that's but, the... but, but and I and I want to and I would say this about and I promise. I promise people watching this, this, I'd say this about any forward player. I I think O'Neill um, is being jumped on at the moment by by people, and I think people are, are thinking that you know potentially almost like he's one of the he's he's not the biggest problem. He is far he is like his his performance levels you know being being under par in terms of his numbers. It's like it's not it's not. It's not. It's nowhere near the biggest problem. No, Our no. defense is a fucking car no, crash. No, it's not. But it is part of the problem. <sighs> yeah. has, I don't think he scored at Carrow since 2019. Yeah, I know. And we say facts don't keep. I get that. Um, I, I just think people are. I think people are jumping on Onel a little bit. I, too th much, I think the bit. I think you. the shame with Onel is is if he plays. Put it this way, Jack. Sorry to interrupt you, mate. If Onel is playing in a side that isn't conceding as many goals, and the and the and the top two are, are, are chipping in. I think he'd do really well. I mean, look at look at last season, right? I tell you the game where I thought, ah, I like this, was when we went to Millwall. We beat them away. Do you remember? Yeah, and Millwall yeah, yeah. were looking relatively good at the time. I think they were on a little bit of run of form. We were worried going to it. O'Neill combined with Sarah very well, but don't forget at that point Sarah was playing in that mm. number ten role. I think with O'Neill, like, I think if he takes his, ch I think he's a, probably at this point you're in such a goal scoring drought mm. that you you're you're almost putting pressure on every chance you get. And I, and I just yeah. saw a lack of. I just saw he kind of snapped at it on, on Saturday. And it wasn't a big chance. It was a chance. Yes, yes. But, I mean, you know, but, is it right that Onel's getting criticism? Yes, I think it is. Yeah, but it's but it's right that all of the players but, are getting yeah, criticism. But who do, you, who do you throw in there over Onel? 
because I think you're right. I don't think Ball has. I don't think he's like an out and out winger, and Onel is. You're certainly not putting Poheta in above him. The, the the thing the thing that I would say about going back to the question, the thing that I would say about about Borja Jack is, um, I I have heard um, that potentially it's uh, it's potentially a language issue, um, and that is fair. If mm. that if that is the case, um, I would understand because surely a player that that isn't quite tuned into the English language yet is not going to be able to understand instructions, tactics, as well as someone that can speak and listen and understand English, right? I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't fact checked that from another source, um, but 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 that is something I have heard, and and so therefore may, maybe that's the reason why Borja's not playing. But for me. It ain't just a simple case of, of Borja or Onel. I, th- I think that Borja can play other positions, um, and and I and people will get on my back for this, but I, I I think people should get off Onel's back because there is. I I really really do think people are just jumping on him now. I, I think the defence are an absolute shambles. Well, I think, and the fact that that, that people are giving him more grief than the defence is a disgrace. It I, really is. I think this is the way I'd play this week with Ollen. And like you say, this isn't our biggest issue. I think I'd drop him against Wednesday and just give him a bit of a break. And I'd throw him in the deep end against Ipswich. Let's see what you've got on El. Because, you know, the TikToks and all of that stuff, he's talked a good game this season with, you know, with Ipswich and, and, and getting stuck into them. Let's throw you in the cauldron. Let's see what you've got. Well, well, what I would say about Onel, I, I would play Onel versus the Scum too because I think I think they'll be targeting him. Yeah. Um. I, I, and I think that if I was if I was Onel, if I was David Wagner, I'd be saying right, Onel. Yeah. I want you to start against Ipswich, and you could see a couple of big challenges yeah, yeah. going in yeah. going in on Onel. I think. Good luck, mate. I, th- I think that is the game that would suit him. Good luck, Onel. <laughs> um. Uh, but but that might then open up that opportunity of maybe a, maybe too many bookings or maybe a booking and then a red card. You know, maybe David will say, look, draw the foul, O'Neill. Maybe. So that could be the answer. Here's a question from Matt Morris for the sake of balance. Matt says, good all-round performance against um, Preston. McLean at centre-back looks like a masterstroke. Not against the top four, but the rest of the league forwards are so poor, I think we can still do it. Once again, let down by being two quality players short where it matters. Barnes, Gibbs and Eder, not good enough. Barnes, Gibbs, and Eder. I think I think that's harsh on Eder. I think Eder's Eder's um, Eder has actually been one of our bright sparks this season. People won't want to hear that. That's probably not a compliment, to be fair. Well, well, no, I know, but but I think that's harsh. Um, I would still say with with, with Ashley uh, Barnes, he's 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 still relatively fresh back from injury. So I'd cut him a bit more. I'd, I'd cut him a bit bit more slack actually. Um, and Gibbs, we've said he's playing in the wrong position, Matt. What I, what I would say to Matt is that you know, I th- I agree with him. And I think the league is probably weaker than we first thought. Let's not forget we do have Josh Sargent returning, hopefully around the turn of the year. And I think if Josh should have played against Preston, I think we win that game. I think there's been a few times. Yeah, I, agree. I think Josh is. I agree. A, a real cut above the other strikers we've got actually. So I think with him in the mix, you do have a better mm. opportunity. I still think, you know. <sighs> Was it? A, I don't think it was necessarily a masterstroke to bring Kenny McLean into centre back because yeah, the games we've played him in centre back, like you said, they were against fairly poor teams. I'd say it was a desperate. Stroke. I mean, there was very little to defend against Preston, and the times when we did, they came mm. very close to scoring. So I think that's a slight overreaction. I think there is there is there's a degree of hope. I think we look okay against the average teams. I think we look so far short against mm. the better teams. I just think we are. Sadly, 
reclines or kind of incline. I don't know what the word is. I tell you what we are, Jack. I tell you what we are, Jack. Go on. Paul, Paul Krask has, has uh, replied to our to our podcast questions post with uh, a gif mm. uh, that's of a lady just saying, "Just so boring." Yeah, it is, and that's true. They, you know, you go into you go into games. Uh, you know, and I try to go into games, you know, grasping onto, you know, elements of hope and optimism and maybe this is the game, da da da, da. But the reality is you're going into it thinking, oh, yeah, oh, Blumenek, we're going to this, you know, what we're going to do this time. And and I've said it on the last two podcasts and I will say it again. Norwich City are in a very, I'd say, dangerous position with supporters mm. because we, we there have been seasons of past where, there have been disappointing times. Uh, we've been let down. The recruitment's not been good enough. The results have been poor, and we've you know we've gone into season ticket renewal, and people have still renewed. And and I would actually say I'd go as far as saying the board have been very complacent with that throughout the years. The the Norwich City fans' undivided loyalty. I think they're fortunate that there's only one team in the area that that, that you can support as well. Um, and as much as we love the club. I the, the I don't know about the people watching and listening or your mates, Jack, but my my friends that I've spoken to, they are all saying to me, Chris, I'm genuinely considering not renewing, yeah, yeah. and I mean it, Chris. And I'm like, do you really mean that, or are you just emotional? And I've gone back to them the following week after you know maybe we've we've had a positive result. I think it was after we eked out one of the wins of late. Maybe it was the Cardiff game. I can't remember. Um, and they've still said, yeah, no, seriously, Chris. It, it's too expensive for, for the current times that we're living in. And it's just, going back to that gift from Paul Krask, it's just so boring. And I think that the, the yeah. longer and later Norwich City take to, to change the coaching staff, to bring in exciting players in January, I think they're, fed it, they're, they're, they're treading a very, very f- fine and dangerous line. You're spot on. I think we, you know, we pay, for, relative to the league, an incredibly premium for premium product and we're not being served something premium. And I think you you could almost get away with it if you could feel something building. But that's the problem. Yes. And and yeah. Saturday was was really telling. You need hope, don't it you? It was empty. It was absolutely empty. The rows in which we sit on in the Barclay, mm. I don't know how many seats were there in a row. 30? How sad 20? is that? There was four people. They oh. were they were and, and people are these are people yeah. who are, who have the tickets, yeah. and they're just going. You know, I'd rather go to bloody John Lewis and do my Christmas shopping. Oof. It was absolutely. Sad, I think they released the the attendance figures. It was they said something like twenty five and a half thousand. Well, nonsense. I'm well, nonsense. well, and I and I'm noticing. And the other thing I'm I'm I don't know about everyone else. If you look at the attendance figures, I'm starting to notice a slow but steady decline in mm. people attending. I think it will be a lot worse. I had a, a couple of spare tickets that a friend had given me because he didn't want to go yeah. on, on Saturday. You can't get rid of them. That I didn't need. And I, and I asked so many people, I said, do you want a ticket? Do you want a ticket? Yeah. And they were like, well, come for a drink, but we're not going to the game. <laughs> and you know Blimey. what? You know what? How, how can I convince them? What do I say? Yeah, yeah don't sit in the warm pub enjoying uh, Gillette Soccer Saturday with Simon Thomas. Come and watch Liam Gibbs <laughs> play in the 10. And, and, and they say to me, no, no you're, you're right. Ollie. The Northern Norwich one on uh, on X. Let's see their bio. The bio says Jonathan Rowe with a goat emoji. Love Class. that from you. Uh, question: Which Norwich player, past or present, would you want to play a frame of snooker with? Mm. Of course, something that you bought yeah. up last time that you randomly wanted to open yeah. up a snooker hall. Yeah. Jack, I never knew that about you. Yeah. So, which Norwich player would you want to play a frame of snooker with? Well, I want someone 
you know, I think when you get to a, in a snooker hall, you just want to have a nice boring time. You want to drink some warm ale, and you and you want to just just escape reality and just have a you know a nice dull time, and that's fine. So I'm trying to think. <laughs> you know, who I'm you know, who Mate, I'm go- you've, can I can't say you've absolutely lost. You it. know, who I'm going to the snooker hall with. Go on. I'm going to go and play a frame of snooker in the new newly opened Reeve snooker halls. Yep. With Michael Turner. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's past or present. Yeah. yeah, Michael Turner. Michael Turner. Really? I'm going to go there. I'm going to. I'm, all I'm going to do is I'm going to give him a little nod on entry, and I'm not going to talk to him. I don't think he'd talk to you. Either. No, and no, I don't want him to. <laughs> Michael Turner. If you ever want a game, oh god, let's really? go and let's go and queue up. Who do I want to play? Snooker with. Do you like snooker? Uh, I'm I'm definitely a pool man. Yeah, yeah. Pool I, I, I love snooker this time of the year because I, you know, it's often on the telly and sort yeah. of over Christmas. You stick it on in the background and fall asleep. I to just it. have absolutely no idea. I think I mean I'm the opposite to you, Jack. I'd be a bit bored playing. Okay, snooker. so you want something to liven so it up? So I'd want something to liven it up. So I think maybe for a bit of banter, I might go. I might go Kenny. Oh, okay. Uh, I might go Kenny McLean. Yeah. Um, He'd be good on the on the booze as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I suspect that he would be buying. He would be getting the rounds in. Yeah. So that's who I okay, go for. Kenny. Yeah, that's a good option. Come on, next one. I don't think there's any more. I've there. got one. Okay. Statement: The game. This is from All About Opinions. The game against Preston was exactly what we should have expected: a mid-table clash, two teams playing like they had nothing to play for. Big reset needed for us now if we want to get anywhere near the top six Spot on. in future years. And that's an interesting point to, to bring up all about opinions. And, and there was another question from, uh, there was another one in here. Oh yeah, here you go. From Harv Harv saying, where do you see Norwich in two years? People are starting to think, how much damage is this season going to do for the future seasons? Well, look, I think things can turn. I think you only have to look at Ipswich, who were kind of rotting in, in League One. It, you know, new owner, new manager. Yeah, yeah. It can change quickly. Yeah. So, like, I'm not overly concerned about the future. And, I, and look, you only have to look at this season. If we'd have won two more games, we'd be in the playoffs. Like, it doesn't take much. But, so. but the Atenezios aren't going to be no, truly not. in the house no, until not. three but years' time. What we have to do as, as Norwich fans now is we have to put blind faith in people. We have to put blind faith in Napa. Yeah, who we don't know loads about, but yeah. he's our only hope. Yeah. And we have to put blind faith in the Atanasios that they're gonna dig deep. Yes. If yes. we don't do that, then then we are nothing. Well, we have no choice. No, <laughs> no, no I exactly. agree. Exactly. So yeah, we I have agree. to just be, you know, wildly optimistic about the what it's the Napa's can be. bring. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise we will be a a a fourteenth mm. place or worse championship team. The, the 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 question before was spot on. Saturday was two very average championship teams up against each other that's all it was yes yeah chris look we'll we'll, we'll end things there um hopefully next time we speak jack we would have um had a win against wednesday and uh an, an absolute miracle at portaloo road um but i suspect i think it could be tough i won't be feeling festive come next week let me know uh let us know how you feel about things down in the comment section below look loads of content coming this week we've got benjamin bloom on the channel plenty of ipswich content on the horizon stay locked into the socials lots of giveaways coming up with our new sponsors coleman's don't forget there's still a chance this week to get your hands on the gabby sarah sign shirt this does not come around often if ever again by the way because he might be off <laughs> that's not from intel by the way so all it takes is a £2 donation to a local cancer charity and you can get your hands on it. Let's keep that donation train coming. Absolutely. Uh, if you're off to Portaloo Road, stay safe. Yeah, and good luck.
Chris, good to see you. See you later, everyone. Bye-bye.